Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Things going okay there in Georgia? Yeah, yeah. Won a national championship. You know, what can, what can go wrong? Exactly. Uh, orthostatic hypotension and vasovagal syncope are sort of related. Uh, they describe a reduction in systolic blood pressure of at least 20 millimeters of mercury or a reduction in uh, diastolic blood pressure of at least uh, 10 millimeters of mercury, at least uh, for the orthostatic hypotension, usually within the first three minutes of standing uh, or of tip tipping uh, your head up on a tilt table. Vasovagal syn syncope is a, a little bit different, and it is triggered by a variety of stimuli, some psychological and some, some visual. Non-pharmacologic measures are usually not uh, useful to prevent symptoms and complications, particularly in patients with moderate to, to severe symptoms. And the thinking is that these patients uh, often need some sort of pharmacotherapy. One drug that's used in orthostatic syncope that may provide some benefit in uh, vasovagal syncope is a drug called midodrine. It is an adrenergic agonist. So the question is, could this be of some help in people that suffer from vagal vagal syncope? You found an article. It was published in the Annals of Internal Medicine just last year. It starts on page 1349, and it attempts to answer the question, can uh, midodrine decrease recurrent episodes of vasovagal syncope? Yeah, this was in uh, the October issue of Annals, and it was a, you, you just don't see a lot of randomized trials of this topic, so it's kind of nice to see that, and we wanted to highlight it. So they found 133 adults who had fainted at least twice, and the median number of fainting episodes was six in the past year, and who didn't have another known cause of syncope, including orthostatic hypotension. So patients were randomized. Um, allocation concealment wasn't reported, but hopefully they did that right, to take either placebo or midodrine for one year. They started with five milligrams three times daily during daylight hours, and the dose could be increased to 10 three times daily if it was tolerated. Over one year, 58% of patients in the midodrine group were syncope-free compared to 39% in the placebo group. So the number needed to treat was five to make someone syncope-free. Midodrine treatment was also associated with a longer time to the first recurrence of syncope, so a longer time before they had that first episode. In the subset, so this is interesting though, in the subset of patients who had at least one syncope episode during the study, the rates were similar. They had about three and a half episodes per year. So it either works completely and they don't have any episodes or it doesn't work. And so bottom line, midodrine, a vasoconstrictor used to prevent orthostatic hypotension may reduce the likelihood of recurrence of vasovagal syncope as well in patients who have fairly frequent episodes. Seems to work, as I said, either completely or not at all. And if they had at least patients who had at least one episode had several episodes, whether or not they got the drug. So this is one of those where we can start it with our patients after a discussion of the risks and benefits, and then see if, it, if it's working, great. Uh, if they continue to have vasovagal episodes, I'd probably stop it. Seems like a, a pretty big gun. I mean, I guess 
Uh, you can hurt yourself if you have a syncopal episode with the vasovagal. But it, my understanding of vasovagal is that, you know, it, it's this sort of vague syndrome. Somehow we think that it, it triggers the vagus nerve. But a, a lot of the triggers, it seems to me, are things like the sight of blood or extreme uh, emotional stress. And w- wouldn't it make far more sense to figure out what the triggers were than taking a drug three times a day that's an adrenergic uh, agonist uh, for a year? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. That's a great point. And I think also we need to have a, you know, think hard about the the, the potential harms. Um, you know, what are the long-term harms of taking this? And, and you'd really want to have a, a discussion with your patient about um, how much are they bothered by this? I mean, if someone is fainting every other month, and you know it's it's impacting their ability to function. They may be willing to take this and and give it a try. One last thought. I wonder, you know, if somebody is. I don't mean to pick on those that are troubled by having a blood drawn, but if somebody is uh, troubled by that and it causes a vasovagal reaction uh, and syncope, I wonder if you can take the drug PRN. Can you take it uh, a day before you're going to need to draw blood or something and uh, have it affect? Yeah, that's a good idea. It might work. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk again in a, in a week. Okay. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 